This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. With fans almost as fierce as their players... The Griffin Park Hive is buzzing once again for another season. The bees are ready to attack and swarm the opposition. It's the Brentford Fan Show on Love Sport with seven of the best for your chance to win a million pounds. Yeah, good evening. It's Love Sport Radio. It's your Brentford fan show with the Besotted Podcast. Come on, you bees. Come on, you bees. You bees. You bees. You see, we're buzzing, aren't we? It's you Monday. Proper buzzing, Do people normally buzz on a Monday, or is it no, normally a down day? It's a proper, it's a down, proper day. down day. Listen, mate, not with Someone's us, mate. usually been stuffed for, no, it's just like, well, yeah, we weren't very good, were we? Yeah. I just, we just had West Ham on. They're always, they're always down on a Monday. Oh, we saw all clubs to have on a down Monday. Down on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Every or a day, mate, We yeah. saw them legging it out the door, actually. Yeah. So, uh, it was... Uh, Bolton it. wasn't really Bolton Wanderers, yeah. Sorry? No, nothing. Anyway, we'll <laughs> move on. Uh, plenty to discuss. We've got the uh, the full-on B-sort of lot in... Uh, no son of Hartson. No. No. No for the new season. He's been banned. Has he been banned? That's right. You know, it's, you know the new rules with the uh, the referees and the, 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 the managers and the coaches and everyone like that? Yellow card? Well, they, Bless him, Chrissy Powell got the, it this week, didn't that's he? That's right. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But yellow card was for red card for Hartson. The referee came at the stand on Saturday. Red card in his face. He's gone. He's got, he's got to be done, hasn't he? He's, he's, just, he's a liability sometimes. That's he really, really is. Uh, Billy the Bee's with us, fresh from his trip to the Potteries. Yes. I tell you, oat cakes, mate. We had oat cakes. We had oat cakes and cheese and, and Staffordshire cheddar. That's right. We did the full proper local tip. I mean, oat cakes on their own would be terrible, though, wouldn't they? Yeah. And tell you what, as well. No, they're like pancakes. <laughs> and also, <laughs> we, they're a bit wet. We talked about it on our podcast. If you check besotted.com, we've got a podcast. We do an alternative guide to Stoke. And what they have is they've got this barge on the river. And uh, people can go there and have a drink. And the barge is called Barge in Booze. Oh, I like that. Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's good. That's very good. So no. a visit, a visit was made to barge. As long as it booze. wasn't bargey, barge face. It's no, all good. no, 
No, it was, it was yeah, no. the best barge we ever got was to um, to Wembley. It was the, the onion barge we called it. And we ordered to take onions on it. Th- that's right. From Uxbridge to Wembley, we got a barge to Wembley. Uxbridge to Wembley. Yeah. Yeah. You're quicker barge-y. getting the Met Line. <laughs> yes, we, we would have been. In fact, we should have got the Met Line because uh, the barge obviously was uh, instrumental us losing yet again oh. at Wembley. But we it's didn't talk about that. Uh, the, the one person with with, with pink hair. In the, uh, the in, in the bee sorted camp is is Kate B. Hello, hello. You alright? Are you getting on? I am good. How did are you, you go to Stoke as well? I did go to Stoke. Yeah. The funny thing is, I don't know how you spent two days in Stoke because my uncle has an actual full on phobia of Stoke on Trent. How can you have a phobia of Stoke? Ask Does he him. not like ceramics? He actually, if, if you say the word Stoke on Trent, he gets all like, Ugh. yeah, he hates, hates like Wedgwood. shivers. <laughs> Wedgwood. Well, well, some of my time I spent was, was quite virtual. It was kind of one of those things where you don't know whether you're there or not, really. Oh right, <laughs> it was one of them trips. Wasn't yeah, it? It, was, uh, it was one of them. Stoke trips. is Stoke is a very interesting place. But anyway, we shall move on. So, <laughs> yeah. so, so, so. Plenty to talk about. Um, the one-one draw. Can I just say, Ollie Watkins, what a baller! What a goal! It's a beautiful yes. one-two, isn't it? It was an absolutely teething tremendous, as we say, goal. Um, Ollie Watkins is growing in stature, growing in size. Everyone's starting to realise the player that we bought last year for one point five million or whatever he is. He is going to be. I think he's seen as being one of the best. Um, potential players that Brentford have ever bought or kind of, you know, as in growing. Listen, all the players that we buy are good, but, you know, as a young player who's got a future, Ollie Watkins is there, mate, and they think England shirt on him mm. in the future. Trust me. He's such a ball. I mean, that, that little one-two was just brilliant. Yeah, more, the, the vision between him and Morpay, yeah. you can see that's paying Excellent. off, and that's that's the second season with Morpay now. He's obviously learned all those passages of play and, the, and, and those little manoeuvres they do. It's the relationship. Uh, Ollie Watkins, Deli Alley. Is there? I mean, you know, like so. So Delhi, Ali, and Ollie have come from. They they've served some sort of apprenticeship in the in the lower divisions. Is 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 Ollie? Has he got that potential? Do you think, Bill? I think uh, Ollie Watkins definitely has. I think it's different. I mean, obviously, uh, Delhi Ali got fast tracked, so he went from franchise FC, aka MK Dons, straight to Tottenham. And uh, and all of a sudden, to be, to be fair to Tottenham, they put him straight in their side because normally teams like that they don't do that. They put yeah. him in the the, the the academy team, and you but they, yeah, and they, they but they straight in there, which then, is then lend them out for a bit, you know. So, but I think with with Ollie Watkins, he's doing the right thing because obviously people are sniffing around him. He's thinking mm, I probably could go to these other places, but I'd rather stay at Brentford and first team action and score goals like this so that it's on my CV. And then, actually, I can actually get a decent move. So, uh, listen, he's only young. He's getting full-on practical experience, and he's he's doing it under a great coach as well, Dean Smith. You know, someone who is going to nurture you properly. And and I, could, I just think he's... I think he's uh, a more... He plays in a better role and a more advanced role than Deli Ali, and I think he, he just... There's something different about him. He seems a bit more raw, yes, but... Quite of exciting, more exciting than Deli Ali. You could actually see, I mean, you know, I said this last year, but you, you can picture him being in the top flight at, at a big club. It's, it's, that's not out of his comfort zone. I, th- I think he needs to stay with Brentford for another full season. I don't think he should be thinking about going anywhere in January. Um, it's probably this time next year where, you know, he may get something huge. Um, but we might be in a position where we're going up. So, you know, he, he, may, he might stay with Brentford for the journey. What? Of course, just. I've got a quick question because obviously Saturday's game one all with Stoke we'll talk about that in a little bit as well we'll talk about that in more depth because we like I said we were up there we saw the game it was a fantastic game we also spoke to a lot of Stoke fans which we'll talk to in a minute but I think just for the Bees fans around the table here is there a three word description you know or summary that you have for the match uh, for me it would be slick passing and vision oh. uh, we good. was robbed 
Oh, interesting. <laughs> Next level football, as far as I'm concerned. I like that. Yeah. I like that. that uh, Aaron, I know that you weren't in the left. Us, but in the, in the left. Yeah, that's right. In the left. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's all good. Mine. Hmm. hmm. Next level football. I don't know. I don't know how would how would turn it up. I mean, I've watched one, the highlights. I've got one for you. Go on. Better than Fulham. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know all about that one, Aaron. You can't. Fu- I mean, you know, I, I, this isn't obviously the Fulham fan show, but they're gonna, you know, I think they actually play very, very well. Fulham, they just it just wasn't their day. Simply, you can't plus, help, you the can't keeper, help yourself. You the keeper wasn't, you can't help yourself, can you? We're talking about Fulham, you love them, you love them, <laughs> you love them, Aaron, don't you? They looked after me for how many years? Come on, yes, they did look after they you. Looked after but me look who's after, looks who's, who's looking after you now, though. You know, look, uh, no one. Wit- <laughs> <laughs> no one. My, I told you, I told you, my heart is always with Wimbledon. My mm. heart is always with Wimbledon. They're the, always, whenever I go back to Kings Meadow for a commentary gig reporting, they they go, Aaron. No matter where you travel, don't forget you're only on loan from us. Is that yeah. either Aaron? You, no, no, no. It's the press guys. It's oh, all okay. the press guys. Goes, you're only on loan. All right. You're really. You're supposed to be here. I'm like, all right, cool, sorry. Well, as they say, you're only on loan for the season. Mm. You what? what? You're they only say. on loan for the season. We went up what north. What that? We went up north one time. <laughs> Blackpool. Yeah, we went to play. <laughs> Irish, no. <laughs> <laughs> so well, we've got an Irishman in, in the gallery <laughs> outside. He'll tell you that's that's definitely not from where he's I t- from. Have we got time? I will t- tell you what, um, Stoke don't like no. away fans. <laughs> as, a, as a as a city, as a is rule. it still cold up there? No, it was it was it, it was, was right. mild, but yeah. they just really not don't, don't like the visitors. Don't like visiting people. They people, don't do it. No, they just don't do visitors. All the pubs, you're not allowed to wear colours. You know, the police well, try and you're not even allowed to go there, are you? Make you go to a harvester. Yeah, you know, you just go. I mean, we were yeah. not used to this. Maybe this is what happened in the Premier League, but this is Championship, and we sort of said to Stoke, look, this is quite different down there. You can kind of do what you want, and you can have a lot of fun, and the fans are actually quite nice. But they were like, oh no, you can't go there, and you can't drink there, and you can't wear this. So we're thinking, you guys need a four more, four, four, four or five more games where to you chill, yeah, chill, to chill and just uh, you know realize that you actually come down a division, and uh, maybe by October or November they'll be brimming with away fans actually yeah. enjoying the local activity titanic as you as you just asked i mean why does my uncle have a, a, a phobia of stoke on track there you go there you <laughs> yeah. go hopefully they've made him feel really unwelcome <laughs> they you, exactly exactly he genuinely we will drive be driving up the m6 get a sign a50 stoke on trent derby and you look at you go no 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 getting it getting a far in the third lane mate we're moving up we're going even though i'd say that the stoke fans themselves they were actually once you got inside there were very honest and they were cool and they were you know, ma- manners they're welcome and they're manners which is good you know it's just getting getting to them was difficult because the uh, the gatekeepers on the doors of the pubs would say no Brentford fans you can't come in <laughs> what's the matter with them there you go. Uh, 11 minutes past nine. Plenty more to talk about. We'll be uh, hearing from the fans, as usual, in that little um, that little funny way you do it, Bill, by travelling round the uh, the watering holes and, and, and getting the various views. We'll, we'll be hearing from them next. It's 11 minutes past nine. Slash ball. I like a drink as much as the next guy, unless that next guy is Ant McPartland. Love sport. I work for a spokesman said.com. We can help you save money on your home insurance. All you need to do is visit a spokesman said.com and find out if we can find you a better deal. The Novotel London Blackfriars, the official hotel partner of Love Sport, located just minutes away from the city and London's famous South Bank. You can kick back and taste the flavours of the world at the Jamboree Bar and Grill and enjoy all the sights of London in style. The Novotel London Blackfriars. 
seriously. Cricket, I have to tell you, I've never seen anything like that before. Unique. Very, very unique. The Fans Show with 7bestbets.com. From casinos to horses, we've got it covered. 7bestbets.com. Love Sports, official betting partner. If, you, if you'd have offered the 1 1 at the start, you'd have probably taken it, but another one of those games where we were the only side trying to play football against the Rowett. Um, Boss the first half, created the chances. Bentley pretty much was a bystander, did nothing apart from pick the ball out of his own net after a calamitous mistake. Uh, picked it up second half and just did our, did our thing and got a deserved point, but it should have been more. I think if you look at the first 20 minutes, we were, we were well in control and then really, you know, the mistake person on the back foot when they scored. We came back into it well in the second half. Well, I think we controlled that as well, really. Tom Ince got man the match. I'm not really sure why. I'm pretty sure Butlin should have been their man the match because, well, he was the only goalkeeper tested in the whole game. You were the better team. You started better than us. First 15 minutes, you were the better team. We came into the game a bit better. And when you scored, you, it was only one... Well, it was then trend towards the end. It was a, it was a good entertaining game. But it wasn't good for, for Stoke City, I don't think. They weren't quick enough. I think it's an eye-opener. But I thought Brentford were really good. I, I honestly think, as you know, we've got a lot of... They've, they've got to wake up and wake up quick, Stoke. Have, uh, they, they, they've, they've come out of the Premier League, they haven't. They, they think they can, you know, they can run away with the league while they can't. And that's... Uh, Brentford look a very, very good club. Brentford is what I want Stoke to be. Correct. And me. So your players have got the desire, the will to win. We're pedestrian. You're not pedestrian. I don't honestly think that the Stoke fans will give Gary Rowett the time that he deserves. That come Christmas, Gary Rowett might be out of a job. Because as you hear at the end of the game today, Stoke fans booing. A lot of fans think we're going to walk the league, and we're not. When you think about last season when we were dominating games, but we were coming away with nothing. So to, to go to Stoke, obviously there's a lot of expectation with Stoke this season. People think they're going to walk the league. And to dominate the game and create the better of the chances, and really I mean we gifted them their goal and they didn't really do much else with it so we we were unlucky in the sense that we only came away with a point but point to point I thought Brentford were by far the better side today by far the better side I, I, I think Stoke have got to wake up and wake up very quick because what, what I saw today Stoke you know from that I would say Brentford would go away from there and say I'll take a point to Stoke however if it wasn't for Jack Butland we, we should have had three points it should have been outside half. they were waiting to be beaten for half an hour and we played really well but we never killed them um, and then the silly moment and then the rest of the game you know, they had 10 minutes up to half time which they were quite good but majority of the game we were really good uh, Morpai probably should have taken at least one of his chances um, yeah there's, there's no point playing well if you end up 1-0 down to a really soft goal and you can't give Garrett Rowett teams a 1-0 head start because he's just going to try and kill the life out of you and there's a lot of teams in that division that we know from last year they're going to pull the life out of you so you know, it's all very well like you say, having all that possession, having 48 shots or whatever, but got to be a bit more ruthless. We've got to get that, that about our game. We are technically a better team. We have better chances, but we have we have to beat them. If if we are better than someone on the pitch, we have to actually beat them. So we, we yeah, we, we need to learn from this, and I, I honestly think we are nailed on playoff 
now we don't play off and if we become ruthless and we finish teams off then we, we will go up some great points made there really really good points and it's interesting to see you know the comparative styles of football when you've got someone like Gary Rout who's going to go sit back and just try and defend and try and grind something out compared to you guys who are going to go and play that different technical style of football it's brilliant it was i mean i'm not I'm, and i'm not just saying it i mean <clears throat> i mean people that weren't at the game and they might have seen the highlights but you can't get this from the highlights literally for the first 28 minutes of the game stoke city were just reeling because we were just coming at them it was like a whirlwind you know whatever it is like a tornado bang 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 and every time the ball came back and they just kicked it back hoofed it then we were just back at them again and it literally was like when are we going to score? And when they scored that goal, it did knock the wind out of us because it really was against the run of play. It was a complete and utter fluff. And, you know, it's a bit of a shame. It's, it's a really refreshing change to hear the Stoke fans telling it as it is. You know, whenever we played other clubs, bigger clubs, technically, um, they just, they they really just kind of, they, they, they refuse to acknowledge that they are, you know, inferior in terms of like, their footballing ability. And what they've got with Gary Rowett, I, I, you know, God only knows, you know, he had one really good season at, at Birmingham where they played quite bad football and then his head got turned then his head got turned and then he's been here there and everywhere since but I don't see him lasting Laney no he won't but he, he's a very very poor Tony Pullis you know he's Pullis, Pullis was you know I think he was more in, a more intelligent tactician um, and he, he was he was able to kind of get keep him in the premiership I, I don't think you know they, they want to be getting back into the Premier League yeah. and, and I don't think he's got that quality about him Okay, I'm just wondering. I mean, Stoke—they were fa- their, their favourites to go up, and ironically, even after their first game when they got smashed by Leeds, they're up way, 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 way high above everyone else. Are still favourites to go up. The bookies are still looking. Oh, it's just a bit of a blip. They think they're favourites to go up, and I'm sure they probably still are now. I'm just wondering, what do we take from that game? And also, is it just a case we caught them at the right time? I'm not sure. I think they're just. I think they've taken a lot of things for granted about what it means to come down to the championship and the kind of football that you've got to play in order to get back up to do well to beat teams. Like Leeds and Brentford are gonna press you, right? They're gonna hustle. They're gonna play quickly. They're gonna attack. They're gonna play slick passing football, and they just happen to be good enough to beat Rowett teams at the moment. And it really doesn't feel like Stoke have done that kind of like sitting back thinking, what do we need to do? How do teams play here? They look shocked. Right, it's really frustrating because you know, technically, they, they, you look at their team. Yeah. They, they've, got, they've got some great players there. They've got some really good players there. You know, and they've got you know just got Klukas in from from Swansea. He's, you know, he's, he's not a hoofer, is he? He's a he's a you know he's a ball player too. So you know, you, you just wonder if if they're you know their their squads equipped to play the football that's being required of them. And you know, I, I think I, you know, I think you're right, and he's probably not going to last the season unless something drastically changes. They, they've gone from you know a manager in Mark Hughes who's tried to implement this passing style of play albeit you know has kind of failed at it you know but he's got something out of them just about to someone who's going to try and you know just batten down the hatches somewhat and 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 keep it simple their squad has changed a lot their squad has really really changed they don't have those you know those big burly players anymore like you know uh, um 
they, they, they used to have a, a, like Salif Diaz and 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 Andy Fies of this world who 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 just simply are battering rams. Um, they still have Peter Crouch though. Yeah, they brought him on. Up. They brought I, I, him on. I, I, how's he getting on? It they brought him on. I, second I don't think he had a touch. Did he? He, he lumbered yeah. around a little bit and then they just sort of kind of slunk off at the end and probably picked up his ninety grand a week or whatever he's on. I mean, so you just do wonder about them because they've got a. They're fortunate in the sense that they've got an owner who is bankrolling him to the hill in Peter Coates you know this is a man who who bought them sold them then saved them after the Icelandic bank crash and right, and, yeah. and went and has bankrolled them further and further and further and you can never ever give him criticism well, I think Stoke fans would be wrong to give him criticism maybe the harshest thing you can say about him is the fact that he didn't sack Mark Hughes earlier but hey they want to be Brentford and I never never thought I'd hear those words <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, 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 again and I said it last week it's how far we, mm. we're coming now you know we're not under that radar and I know it's our fifth season sometimes it just takes that little bit of time for people to actually go you're not a pub team anymore this isn't luck it wasn't a one season wonder it's not all about Mark Warburton you know now we are standing there on our own two feet and we're looking the part and we've got fans that are not only just saying oh you played well but they knew we were going to play well before we even turned up and I, I think that that goes a long way I think it's all to, all to do with Dean he, I think he's such an important cog in all this you know and that's why he's been touted for so many other jobs but it's important that obviously Brentford kind, kind of but he's so, he's so modest that you yeah, know, it's, it's, it's difficult he to is. work out how how people would know it's all about him yeah. because he just would never shout about well, it well no obviously what you're seeing on mm. the pitch isn't you know mm. just done effectively you know it's him who's uh, who's implementing it we'll be looking at his squad selections we're looking at the uh, omission of Ryan Woods from Saturday's uh game it's 921 it's love sport radio talking all things brentford till 10 i don't approve of political jokes because i've seen far too many of them get elected this is love sport the fans show with seven bestbets.com from casinos to horses we've got it covered seven bestbets.com love sports official betting partner it's the debate that will rage on for years and years. Who would make the England Test team's greatest Test eleven On Thursday, 27th of September, at the London Hilton on Park Lane, join Andrew Strauss, Mike Atherton, Henry Blofeld and Mark Nicholas as they lead everyone through a lively debate and discussion. The evening will be hosted by Chris Cowdery and will include the chance for you to have your say on who will make the legendary England Test eleven For more information, visit lordtaverners.org forward slash events to find out more. Can you save money? on your car insurance. Chris did with a little help from a spokesman said.com. Getting real people, real savings. I'm Chris from Leicestershire, a truck driver. I went on a spokesman set, which was very easy to use for an old kit like myself. And the £300 savings enabled me to take my granddaughter to Pontins on holiday. Find quotes from over a hundred leading insurance providers at a spokesman said.com. Real people, real savings. Compare, switch and save with a spokesman said.com. Fighting for you, saving you money. Look, 50% off bed sheets and these towels. Why is everything floral? Because she likes flowers. Who? Mum. She's staying with us until her extension's built. Are you joking? I told you last week. You didn't. With up to 70% off big brands, 20 restaurants and a nine-screen cinema, you're guaranteed to get more than you bargained for at London Designer Outlet. Savings for all the family? Hello, LDO. Find us in Wembley Park. See website for details. Savings on RRP. It's only for three months. 
7bestbets.com. If you are looking for good odds with a simple-to-use app, visit 7bestbets.com. As a new customer, you will receive great welcome offers. We cover all sports, as well as an online casino and full range of virtual sports. If that's not enough, regular customers benefit from royalty bonuses too. 7bestbets.com. Please gamble responsibly. Visit GamblerWare for more details. West Ham, delightful. Really, really good. Great sandwich. The Fans Show with 7bestbets.com. From casinos to horses, we've got it covered. 7bestbets.com. Love Sports, official betting partner. Yes, Love Sport Radio 924. Bill. I mean, it's just interesting, a little point that you said, that obviously Dean Smith, we think Dean Smith's great, and like I said to you, initially fans were not sure, because we had went on the, 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 the dodgy runs, then we went on the good runs, we weren't sure whether or not he'll be good for us long term, but as time has gone on, we've seen that he's playing great football, but also he's a great man-manager, he's a really nice bloke, and he's done really good for Brentford, and he also buys into our side, and we've said this before, like I said to you, you need people who are batting all on the same sides. We've had people at our club beforehand who have had their own agendas, and everyone's pulling them different ways, but now, finally, we've actually got people who are all pulling on the same side within the club, and I think that kind of shows, but, so, Dean's really great, but I think also you've got to give credit for everyone else that is around him as well. Everyone that's in the club, with, you know, half these people, we don't even know who they are. One, one of my pals who I went to school with, he's, he's one of the transfer data analysis I'm team. saying, all these people, they know what it's all about, they're pulling on the same side. They want Brentford to do fantastically well. They get really excited when it's all about. They're not doing their own little dodgy deals here and there and elsewhere. They're all batting on the same side. And to me, that's really important. It's taken four years or five years to get to this stage now. So it's not necessarily a case of like what Stoke and all these teams do, spending a load of money and buying a load of players. If your infrastructure ain't right, you still ain't going to get it 100% right. So you've got to give props for loads of people hidden behind the scenes, is what I say. But anyway, just coming back to Ryan Woods. Mm. He didn't play on Saturday. And the question that we ask is, I mean, we, we drew. We could have won. But we look fantastic well. Um, does this mean that we have the strength and depth that we're now looking at, Laney? Well, th- at, this, at this moment in time, the answer to that, yeah. Um, because Josh McEachran's stood up to the plate. He's, he's the first two games of this season. He looks a different Josh McEachran to the one that finished last season. Um, you know, I'll put my hand up and say he was the one player that I said at the end of the season that I'd, you know, I'd, I'd happily see leave. Um, but to, to, the, to the player's credit, he's, he's fit. He looks like he's putting in extra kilometres per game. I'd love to see the data on that. I'd, I'd love, I know we're not going to get access to it, but I'd love to see how much more he's moving around a football pitch than he was, say, 12 months ago. I think what we've not seen, we've had a, we've had a player in our squad who's come highly recommended. He's got great calibre. He's come from Chelsea. He's played at the highest level with Chelsea, although not, not for, for very long, but very few do. Um, and it's only just now that I think we're seeing what he's capable of. And I just think, hopefully, he can avoid what's happened before, and that is picking up a silly injury, picking up an unfortunate injury, and 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 going missing again. So, if he could play ten games on the spin now and and look like the player we always thought we were going to sign, then you know maybe we wouldn't miss Ryan Woods. I mean, talking about three points, we should have got three points on Saturday. We didn't get three points on Saturday because even though we were properly dominating that game, there's a bit of a defensive fluff going on. Um, Chris Meppham and uh, Daniel Bentley between themselves something went horribly wrong and the ball went over headed over Bentley's head and their phobie 
dipped in to put the ball in the back of an empty net. Question, I mean, Kate, we don't want to sort of point fingers at people because Dean Smith, really good manager again, he didn't point and he says nobody's fault. But I'm just wondering, just as a fan, you have to look at that. Who do you think was at fault for that goal? We're not, we're not going to, we're not going to lambast yeah, them yeah. forever and you know, put them in the stocks and start throwing tomatoes at them or anything yeah. like that. But I'm just wondering. To me, it looked like Bentley was really far out and coming out really quickly as well, and it felt a bit like Mepham's then got to do the work of knowing he's got a player behind him that he's trying to like hold off and he's trying to get to the ball, and then he's supposed to also be aware of like Bentley rushing towards him so it feels a bit like maybe Bentley should have just either stopped rushing slowed down or something but then it was also like why did Mepham head over him I mean I guess he doesn't have many options with the bounce that the ball you know that came off the ball but yeah I I think you know looking at I think he he was looking at the ball as Bentley was coming out I think Bentley was so bored at that stage (laughs) I mean Stoke had done so little during that match he probably just wanted a touch and uh, (laughs) 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 And, uh, not but that is the honest truth he literally had nothing to do that whole game except bit the ball at the back of the net you know which is good but I mean players I mean obviously it's a mistake but still the defensive pair, I thought, also, you know, other than that, were very good um, between Mepham and Konsa, um, which, you know, we were thinking, oh, th- these guys are really, really young, but they're playing some proper, proper, very expensive Premier League players, and they did not look out of place at all. Uh-oh. Some of the tackles that were flying in, really composed, you know, Konsa has the board off the line, and then the other defensive players with, with Dalsgaard, who is up and down, and then Barbe putting in tackles like, like mm. you know, like yeah. beyond. I mean, I'm just wondering, what players, you know, did you think stood out uh, stood out's probably not fair but had a great game in this in this match well it's definitely worth just like saying how good Barbe was really important tackles excellent marking and like a couple of shots and a couple of nice crosses like doing some important work but it's Sawyers isn't it who just looks so classy and even against you know ex-Premier League team Sawyers is just taking finding space making passes you know cutting through that defence with his kind of vision and finding space and there's a, you can see like the knowledge between the front three and then Sawyer's behind them they know what they're doing they know where they're going to go you, you made a really good point yeah. before before we hooked up today and you were saying that um, Sawyer's looks like he can read the game three yeah. three, three passes ahead of when it actually is going to come so yeah. he's just got this great vision and he can read the game so well yeah and that's really exciting to watch yeah, knowing it's yours, and I, I, yeah, but it was a it was a bit in the second half where bit, you know epitomised Barbe in my opinion. He put in a just a quality quality tackle. He got up and then he played a poor ball, and he was so <laughs> so so annoyed with himself. Yeah. So it was great to see that he, they've got those standards. It it wasn't good enough just to put pull off a you know a worldy tackle he wanted to set up the the winning goal as well and he, he gave the ball away and again i think he won it back and then there's a bit i think you called it on on video on the besotted video the, when mepham intercepted a, a, a ball over the top and it was it would have been one on one and he just timed it so well and again didn't just knock it out won the ball set up an attack and i, I just i just think we've we seem to have that ability at the moment we just pick the right tackle and then also we we get we get the we get the you know well, we the create, ball moving we, forward we, again. Create, we create here yeah, we create attacks out of out of defense mm. which is which is good you know yeah i've got to say malpay as well because malpay yeah. from last season he got a lot of stick and i say to malpay i've got a lot of props for him for just picking himself up and doing what he's doing he was a 
pain to them. You know, like I said, the Stoke fans thought that he's going to absolutely ravage Shawcross, and uh, he was doing a lot of ravaging. He missed a couple of chances where you could say maybe he could have done better, but at the end of the day, like I said to you, he scored, you know, he scored a few goals now, and, you know, if he was a, a 35, 40 goal striker, we'd be playing in the Premier League at the moment now, but he is getting better. And but I he's think growing, that, isn't he? No, he mm. definitely he's is. He's still young. Definitely growing. You know, definitely. So I think that, you know, Malpay had a decent game. And then 1-2 for him and Ollie Watkins as well for the goal. It was just like, yeah. he was there in the area. He could have turned around and gone for a shot, but no, laid it back for Ollie Watkins to go bang in the back of the net. So I like that idea that, you know, we've scored goals from there. Different areas, everyone's expecting to uh, Malpay to score, but no, Watkins scored, you know. It'd be great, you know, if Sawyer's then scores and then Canoston scores and then Ben Rama scores and, you know, and Mepham steps up and scores a couple of goals. Because for me, you're scoring from all over the pitch and no one's got any idea what you do. Could you imagine what Stoke would be doing on, sat- on you know, last Saturday if Everyone was going up there and scoring because at the moment now they they've got no idea who to tap to 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 to, to, to sort of look out for anyway. You know what I'm saying? But if all of a sudden we have sort of eight potential goal scorers, they'll be all over the place, like you know. I mean, Sheffield Wednesday are going to be doing their cut, you know, their scouting. They're going to be doing their preparation for the game on Sunday, and I, I, you know, I, I'd be seriously worried. They, they've not had, they've not had a great start to the season at all, and you know, coming coming to Griffin Park is going to be it's it's a really big banana skin for them again. I've heard they're under secret transfer embargo. It's not even secret. It's not secret at all. It was secret for a while, wasn't it? No, not anymore. Not, not <laughs> for anymore. a while. They're Hush. talking about it. There was a big, big fans forum last week where Chancery and the fans had a little bit of an off, and uh, he started to blame them for certain things, saying, you told me to buy Jordan Rose, and he wasn't very good. You know, they said, well, you know, I think that's, you know, you've got the purse string, so it's up to you. So, yeah, there's all sorts of stuff that's going on up. Wheels have come off there, Stick mate. to the tuna. Yeah, <laughs> stick to the tune about. That's all we say. 9.33 is Love Sport. Lego, the strongest brand in the UK. I think I'm going to have to build my wall with Lego now. The Brian Moore Sports Show, driving you home. Well, I don't know if you've ever driven around Box Hill in yes, Surrey on a Sunday morning. It is like the Tour de France, <laughs> dodging the various fat pelotons that there are out there with people in Lycra who shouldn't be, ever be dressed in Lycra. <laughs> It, there should be a rule. Not only should it be insured, but if you wear Lycra and it doesn't fit, you should be allowed to push people off the road. <laughs> I think they're called mammals, aren't they? Middle-aged men in Lycra. Are they? Yeah. They're and called they something were... else when I'm behind them, I tell you. Weekdays from 4pm. Yeah, back to the cup tomorrow, gents. Hello, lady. Everyone's up for the cup. Are you up for the cup, Laney? I'm going, yeah. I'm going to South yeah, you're End. Going, you're going South End? I'm not going South Fish End. Fish and chips. I'm definitely going to have not a bit really. of that. Okay. Yeah, now the Bill, weather's turned. Bill, Bill going to the seaside? I'm going to the seaside actually in uh, Spain tomorrow. Loyal. He's always going somewhere. You know. Everyone's always going somewhere, yeah. mate. You know it goes, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you just got to just, you know. Just, no, you're always sat there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You've got to take the rays when they're there, mate. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, right, okay. You, you're not had enough of them? No. Not at all. Fair no, enough. But listen, tomorrow, League Cup. Uh, Rambolo's oh. Cup. Sorry, Milk, Milk cup. cup. Oh, God. Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola <laughs> Cup. Um, what was it? Oh, I don't know. Coca-Cola. There's we all, said that. Yeah, there's all sorts of cups. So tomorrow, we're down South End. We're playing I South think End. it's the Caribou Cup tomorrow. It's a Caribou. Mm-hmm. It's Caribou. <laughs> so in the Caribou Cup, and uh, like you said, you know, we... Haven't got the greatest record recently in cup runs, have we, Lenny? Well, it's, it's, dismal, Lenny it's dismal, mate. It's yeah. dismal. Well, last season is it was almost a cup run for us. We 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 got to the third round, beat Wimbledon at um, at Kings Meadow, then we thrashed the hell out of QPR four one at their place. Then Norwich beat us back at Griffin Park. So that's a cup run. But yeah. you go back to um, 10, 10, 11, 20 to ten eleven, where we we beat Everton on penalties, then lost up brilliant. at St, St Andrews, which was a you know a, a really good 
good run. That's right. After that, you look at it. 2011 12, Hereford, 1 0 defeat. Oh. 12 13, Walsall, 1 0 defeat. 13 14, beat Dagenham. Whee! Then we lost 5 0 to Derby. That Dagenham game was a mad game. One of the maddest games ever, though. The, sort yeah. of the most the goals scored. 3 2. No, 3 2. The next Was it year, at Dagenham? No. It was the penalties. Oh, the, no, no, oh, yeah, the, the following year. We, oh, got, yeah, we, got oh, him, yeah. we got him two years in the trot. Six yeah. all draw at Dagenham. That's what. And Victoria wrote. Yeah. yeah. It was that was the best best lightning and, and some and rainstorm as well that that's night. Right. Then then Fulham knocks us out, which mm. was another poor team that's you know lo- lower division team that's knocked us out. Then got fifteen sixteen Oxford at home. That was a terrible. Yeah, you know, we should that have some like funny. You know, like the Hovis music behind this. Like, yeah, you know ladies cup yeah. diaries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, but that was a bad one. Oxford at home, pitch gate. Yeah, the, the pitch was moving Sometimes. all over the place. Bielend did his knee ligaments. We lost four nil. Exeter following year we lost one nil. Then yeah, then last right. year. So yeah, we we are not very good in this 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 cup competition, and we probably are guilty of making too many changes. And I don't think that will change tomorrow. I think we'll have a much changed team um, down at Roots Hall. Is it still called Roots Hall, or has it got some sort? No, of it's Roots. I think it's the Roots Hall. Is it? Yeah, still yeah, Roots Hall. It's not the. It's not the ill pie I tell you what, though, stadium. I've just noticed that you 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 seem to have left one out as well because right. there is the the five nil uh, away loss to Derby as well. No, that's there, mate. Look. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you know that was actually Alfie Mawson's a uh, debut? No, it wasn't. Oh, yeah, wasn't it? No. Oh, on, tell me. It was Josh Clark's <laughs> debut. Uh, Alfie Mawson made a debut as well. Thirty minutes, he came on as a sub. Did he? Yeah. Oh. Ah, the knowledge. See, listen, you cannot beat the go. knowledge. Yeah. Oh. Lenny's cup diary. And, and it was, and it was actually. I was near of grasshopper. Yeah, and he was, uh, it was his only game for Brentford as well. You know, because they didn't, uh, he didn't play the first team after that. Yeah, with the right management, I reckon he could do all right. Yeah, well, you know, yeah, we know that it's on the Besotted podcast as well. I think last week we tell the whole Alfie Mawson story when one of the Besotted crew met him at a boxing match, and he wasn't very happy. Getting a bit about, teary, uh, yeah. Like <laughs> missed the idea. You know, but anyway, listen, we shall move on from that because, like I said, we've got Southend. Southend played a game on Saturday. First league match, drew one all with Plymouth. And uh, and we, we could talk about the match, but we're less interested about the match than actually what happened because, as you know, Beef. it's the yellow card, red card thing where all of a sudden the referee can go around and then give anyone red cards. Can, I chuck, something, can I chuck something in here? Got them. One, Chris Powers is like the nicest man in the world. Friend of Besotted as well. Two, Derek Adams is not the nicest man in the world. Yeah, <laughs> He has this thing just about angering people for some reason. He will do anything. He w- he will genuinely do anything, you know, ju- just to, just to get one up o- on over you, you know, he'd, he'd do it. And you bet. And, and and what we're talking about here is, is basically um, a, a South End player got injured in the first half. It was a one all penalties, two penalties were scored. Went injured one at first half, and uh, Plymouth player went bang straight into the South End player. Chris Powell was not happy at all. So there's a bit of a fracas on the sideline and the referee came over uh, spent a bit of time talking to both of them next minute bang bang red card both of them and they both got sent to the stands so it's one of these new rules which is meant to clean up the game apparently um do you think that's uh, ridiculous or do you think it's fair G- enough game's gone mate I mean, yeah. <laughs> the game's gone <laughs> game's gone yeah. um it's good drama like from from the neutrals point of view it's always quite fun to watch a little bit of first time you know that's it. The manager's been sent off. Don't want to watch any football. You just want to watch like kick football out. Yeah, of football. kick football right out. Yeah. Want to watch the middle-aged dudes fight? I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. They, they, they that, took it that's well. That's on um, BT Sport, I think. <laughs> so, so I mean, so I mean, so that's Southend. We're going to be playing them, but I'm just wondering, just quickly, just round the table here, most most memorable League Cup match that you can remember. 
Well, of, of any League Cup yeah. game. Or yeah, for Brentford. Um, Liverpool at home in 1982. Score. We lost 4-1, I think, but it was a brilliant night. It was absolutely brilliant. Bring up the Benny. No, it was about, it was about <laughs> it was, it was 20 or 20, high 20,000s at Griffin Park. 17,000. Uh, officially, yes. there was loads more in there. Mm-hmm. A load, it's like that. And we scored first as well, didn't we? Now we equalised. Now we equalised, that's yeah. right. Yeah, Gary Roberts, wasn't Gary it? Gary Roberts, That's right, yeah. Who was at the Besotted Social last friend year? Friend of Besotted. Best friend of Besotted, yeah. <laughs> Kate? Uh, for me, it's got to be that beating Everton game where Richard Lee was an utter hero in the goal. It was what a brilliant a night. Yeah, that was, was a good great. night. 17,859 there that night, Bill. That was right, actually. How did you know that? Oh, Aaron, he's an oh, absolute... There. Absolute genii. He was counting. He's on the turnstiles. I wasn't right? even born. He probably was. Yes, yeah, when the other twenty thousand went. Uh, what, uh, what I will say is, I'll, I'm going to go back to actually when we played Blackburn that time in the cup, which is in the eighties. Do you remember? And it was. Oh yeah, that was a Richard Cadet that that night. Yeah, yeah, yeah that and, was and a brilliant, yeah, brilliant game. Absolutely brilliant game. So that's very, very long time ago as well. And I was a little kid, and we were jumping up and down. And we were very, very happy. But anyway, promotion push or cup run. What do you prefer? Promotion push. <laughs> Real, I'm really not going to be going for a Caribou Cup run. <laughs> seriously, mate. What? Seriously. You, want, you don't want to play in Europe next season? No. I'll, I'll wait. I'll wait for the big one the year yeah. after. Yeah, no. Uh, um, obviously, a, um, a, a promotion push. Yeah, I, I don't... I, I, th- I think we, we've got enough about us now to put a decent team out tomorrow that one is capable of, of, of giving Southend a proper go. But I, d- I don't think Southend will... I think they'll probably rest players as well. I'm not sure they'll be taking Brentford that, that, that seriously. But are you... Not funny. Are you saying this because you uh, because you just don't believe we'll actually go on a cup run? So he's like, you don't want to give up the promotion push because Brentford just never go on a cup run? No, uh, well, I'm going. I'm, I'm, I'm going on the, on, the, you know, on the hope that we win. But, you know, if we, if we don't... You know, I... I I want us to. I want the whatever team we put out tomorrow. I want them to play really well, and I want them to win for Brentford. I, th- I think we have got strength and depth now, and although that we are gonna we're gonna make big changes, I I, I want the players that pl- play to actually do it, do do a really good job for us. Not like they did the last couple of years where we've we've rested players, we've played the, the like, second string, and they've not delivered. This is this is about giving sort of some second fiddle. Um, players are an opportunity and for them to prove themselves so you know we, we have we we we're saying on the, on the way up on Saturday Bill we've got a two we've got a player we've got a player and a reserve for every position at the club now and it's for the reserves to actually stand up and prove that they're decent yeah it really really is we'll be looking ahead uh, further to that fixture and hearing from a Southend United fan next on Love Sport let me tell you people have been saying I'm a disgrace to my country but has anyone listened to James O'Brien and LBC? I don't think so. This is Love Sport. The Fans Show with 7bestbets.com. Fancy a flutter? 7bestbets.com. Love Sport's official bookmaker. You love your sport, but it can be a pain organising it. Endless phone calls, emails and text messages, organising players and collecting money can all be a headache. What you need is Teamer.net, the free sports app that'll help you manage your team's events, communicate effectively as a team, and now you can collect money simply and securely via Teamer payments. Relied upon by 2 million members, Teamer is available for free on desktop, Android and iPhone. When looking for the best possible deal for his car insurance, Jim went on a spokesman's said.com and saved hundreds. 
I'm Jim. I'm a radio presenter based in Glasgow. I couldn't believe how expensive the car insurance for our Citroen C4 Picasso was going to be from my existing insurer. I went on a spokesman said and saved an incredible £600. Just amazing. Signing up to a spokesman said, best thing I could have done. Find quotes from over 100 leading insurance providers at aspokesmansaid.com. Getting real people, real savings. Compare, switch and save with a spokesmansaid.com. 7bestbets.com. If you are looking for good odds with a simple to use app, visit 7bestbets.com. As a new customer, you will receive great welcome offers. We cover all sports as well as an online casino and full range of virtual sports. If that's not enough, regular customers benefit from loyalty bonuses too. 7bestbets.com. Please gamble responsibly. Visit GamblerWare for more details. It's the debate that will rage on for years and years. Who would make the England Test Team's greatest Test Eleven On Thursday, 27th of September, at the London Hilton on Park Lane, join Andrew Strauss, Mike Atherton, Henry Blofeld and Mark Nicholas as they lead everyone through a lively debate and discussion. The evening will be hosted by Chris Cowdery and will include the chance for you to have your say on who will make the legendary England Test Eleven. For more information, visit lordtaverners.org forward slash events to find out more. 5.58am Love sports Lifts or elevators? Tremendous That gives me a lift I mean an elevator I mean, no No one really knows Really, really complicated The Fans Show With 7bestbets.com Fancy a flutter? 7bestbets.com Love Sports official bookmaker Quarter to ten It's Love Sport Radio Let's now talk to Callum The South End United fan Evening Callum Evening, how are you going? Yeah, very well, thanks pal. Good to have you on board. Uh, I'm with Bill, I'm with Dave, and I'm with Kate here. Uh, of you the right there, Callum? Hey, podcast. Good, thanks mate, yourself? I'm good, good mate, long time no see, but you know, yeah, finally, well. finally you've got your cup final, haven't you Callum? Cup final, <laughs> I don't know about that. It's, uh, it's another game in the calendar. Ah, there you, go. There, there you go mate. So listen, I mean, like last season, you know, um, when I spoke to you last season, you weren't doing too well, you were 20th, and you around about January time, it was all struggling a little bit, so you got out with the brown man, Phil Brown, and you yeah. brought in with friend of beside Chris Powell. So Chris Powell is now at Southend, he was 20th, and he did a marvellous job for you, saved the day, you end up finished 10th with eight points of the playoffs. I mean, how was last season for you, particularly the second oh, half? I mean, particularly the second half, the second half was brilliant, odd, by the odd result here and there. Um, if I'm totally honest, beginning of the season, underfield Brown's the least interest I've been in my 26 years of following the club. Uh, I basically just stopped turning up to the matches. The, the whole fan base was just kind of sick of it all. The play was terrible, the management style was terrible, fans wanted to brown out, nothing seems to be happening. Power come in, new lease of life, and we was unlucky to get playoffs, which sounds stupid considering where we were. So, I mean, it sounds like you were pretty, um, it sounds like you've actually, you know, like I said, it's a new South End, I mean, Kate. Yeah, well, um, hey Callum, you're right. Um, I'm good, thanks. Tell us about your style of play. What can we expect from you this season? You building on what you were doing last season, or changing things? Yeah, up? yeah. Well, we've made six signings in the summer window. Uh, unfortunately, three of them are already injured, which isn't a great start. <laughs> no. Uh, but that's how it goes, isn't it? But um, we definitely play much better passing football from the back. Uh, we're just missing that finishing touch at the moment. I think within the two league games we've played so far, we've had 42 shots. And only scored the three goals, and 
picked up one point. So that kind of goes and shows you where our weakness is, is that finishing yeah. strike force. Uh, we've got some good names, but that final touch is just lacking at the moment. But a build-up play, uh, I, I would like to think we're similar to Brentford in that we can pass the ball about the pitch. We pride ourselves on working it out. Just can't finish, unlike you boys. So, yeah, I mean, that, that's, a, that's a familiar tale, mate. Yeah. Um, s- Saturday's game at Plymouth, mate, feisty, a feisty encounter with, where Powley got, got, got a red yeah. card and uh, obviously the other manager as well. I've noticed in the press there's been, there's been calls down in Plymouth for, hit, for Powell to be given a lifetime ban. Um, what, what, what's your thoughts on this? Sounds like a bit really? of an over... Yeah, yeah. One of, their oh, local, one of their local journalists is saying that he should be given a lifetime ban for that. Is that a bit of an overreaction? What's your what's your thoughts on that whole fra- I mean, fracas? That, that is a huge overreaction. I think everyone that's ever taken an interest in football knows that Chris Powell is one of the nicest guys in the game. Uh, it takes a lot for him to raise his hands and push someone. And we all know what Derek Adams is like as well. And I'm pretty sure that the instigator would have been Derek Adams. Uh, we've got a bit of history. We played them last year and we got a few elbows and we tried... Well, we thought that we they showed a player sent off that day. The same player was the one at the centre of the uh, fracas on Saturday. Again, he got away without any punishment, and the players that remained from last year obviously felt like he had gone a step too far. I mean, the, for proud to be called for a lifetime ban is ridiculous. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Don't you think? No, no, ban him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, of course, you're going to say that. That's right. Uh, yeah, he's, 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 no, a, nice he's, a, he's a top guy. I mean, like, no. it's just like the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. It is. So, yeah. so listen, so Callum, I mean, like, obviously, game uh, tomorrow. It's a League Cup game, our Milk Cup game, Rumbelow's Cup of Coca Cup. Oh, jeez, we, we forget what cup it is at the moment now. Caribou, apparently. Caribou, yeah. That's yeah. right. And um, Brentford. I'll be completely and utterly honest with you. We don't seem to really take this cup too seriously, um, and I know probably the players out there say, "No, we do take it seriously," but it's just that we don't get on the little bit of a cup run type thing. We we change the team quite a lot, and I think it's difficult when you change the team because you bring new players in. They haven't played together a lot, so you're trying out new things. Now, South End, are you going to be putting out your first team, your second team? Or are you going to be mixing it up? And how do you think you're going to be able to play against a, in effect, as a second or second string Brentford side? Uh, we're very much like you guys in that we have we tend we take it semi seriously, but I expect four or five changes tomorrow, uh, with the injuries permitting as well. You'll probably see a couple of youngsters coming through. Michael Class made his football league debut as a sub on Saturday. I expect him to start. He looks like a good little player, but again, very inexperienced. I expect you guys to scrape a win. I don't expect an exciting game. Uh, we've not had a cup run for as long as I can remember, so I'm not expecting nothing much. All right, we're going to give you a little. We're going to talk about the team in a little bit, you know, as to what we think we're going to put together. But before we do that, Callum, I'm going to ask yeah. you give us a score prediction for this Caribou Coca-Cola Milk Cup game on uh, tomorrow. I'll go two-one Brentford. Oh, I, just, oh, oh. I, I think Con- I think controversial. <laughs> what do you think you're going to lose? No, we just, just say you're controversial. I, think, yeah, I think you deserve a lifetime ban for that. <laughs> <laughs> Red card. <laughs> no, I just, I'd love to say we're going to win, but I don't think we're going to take it seriously enough. I think we're going to rest a fair few players. Chris Powell's already made a statement saying that the important game is on Saturday against Bradford, and he wants his players to be fit for that, his best team to be fit for that. 
So I think you'll see a fair few of the uh, fringe team coming in. It's a real, it's a real indictment of the cup, to be honest with you. And if we're, if we're, but we're both, both sets of fans sitting here now, going, neither of our teams are going to take this seriously. I mean, it's, it's almost getting to the stage of what's, what is the point of playing it, really? Yeah. You know, I, I guess obviously there is at some stage someone wins it and they get through to Europe, but it's, uh, it's it, for the for the clubs at this in the first round, it seems to be so unappetising. Um, I mean, it's tradition, though, isn't it's it? It's tradition. Don't get me wrong. I'm not. I'm not. You know. But I, what do you do to breathe new life into this? You know what? You know the managers aren't going to take it seriously. I don't know it, it's a it's a way of giving giving some young talent, you know, first team experience. But the crowd's going to be poor. No one's really up for it. Make it. Put it. Put it. That after the second goal, next goal wins. Mm. <laughs> yeah. We should think a different combination. But listen, Callum, wicked, yeah. wicked. Thank you very much, pal. We'll catch up with you no uh, tomorrow. Yeah, no take, doubt, care, take yeah. care. Great speaking Thank to you, Callum. Callum Randall, South End United fan, South End United fan. Um, speaking of South End, London South End Airport is is very very close. But you flying from there? I'm not flying from there. No. Actually, I could have thought about. I thought no. Actually, I, thought, I was actually thinking I should go to the game, stay overnight, and then fly the next day. But I didn't think it'll go down. Doesn't, particularly doesn't surprise well. me that you no, thought that. You know, that kind of a <laughs> I'm saying. Um, just to think about actually on Saturday as well. Remember, expensive. Elias, remember, expensive. Expensive, yeah. yeah we yeah. had a little bit of an expensive um, incident outside the Houston station on Saturday, but we'll move on from that one. But listen, coming back to the South End game, right, we just thought, let's be Dean Smith for a bit and let's see what team that you put down. Laney, just reel off the team that you put down because it's actually not that easy, is it? It isn't that easy, no. I, well, I think Luke Daniels in goal. I, th- I think that's. I think he deserves a run out. Um, a run out? Um, uh, what, what's, what's do you call it when you put a goalkeeper in? Um, a glove out? Oh, oh, <laughs> I don't know. Um, Full backs, I think Josh Clark and Tom Field, um, that left and right back. Yeah, do you do? Do you have Clark? I went. I went Dalsgaard just because maybe some more minutes might be useful for him because he didn't get a full pre-season. Yeah, after the World Cup, he wants to get to Southend. In fact, that's actually quite a good little move because I was struggling with left back because I'm Tom Field. It's kind of cool, but I was struggling there. So maybe if Dalsgaard came in and Clark, right in there, plays as as a, Place a bit forward, yeah. Could, well, yeah. or forward, yeah, could, he could do that. Yeah, yeah. I mean the the, the centre backs, we, it's like perm two from three. I I think um, Jean-Vier, uh, do you want to pronounce it because you're better at French? Jean-Vier, yeah. <laughs> um, beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> and yeah, Mads Beck Sorensen, maybe you'll get a nod. Barbe potentially. That's interesting. And, and what yeah, did you have? I went Barbe because I think he deserves a game in his in the position closest to. Can his I just heart. say it really annoys me when people call him Barbet. Yeah, yeah. or Barbie. That's right. Yeah, I, I actually put Mepham in with Janvier just because I thought that you know potentially there could be <laughs> a, with who? Yeah, a centre back pairing as well for the for the future. Not saying that corners are funny. Great. Like, if you're going to say Janvier, shouldn't you say Mepham in a Welsh accent? Mepham. Yeah. Okay. I mean, if you, what, what I don't get this, what, why is Mepham doesn't deserve to be said? Mepham. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Um, in the midfield. What you got? Uh, Makocho, um, Woods, Judge, and. Said Benrahma. Ah, and, and same, t- same. Okay, I've got nice. Woodsy Benrahma, Yanaris as well. Ooh. I've got in there as well, Ooh. and Judgy. Judgy, as yeah, well. yeah. He, he yeah. ought to get a start yeah, and a, yeah, and a yeah, good 70, 70 minutes under his belt. I would have thought. <laughs> and up front, we're struggling, mate. We're struggling. Marcus Force, I, I think, is the obvious one. I think you know, I don't think he's going to play. Um, I don't think he's going to play more pay. I don't think he's going to risk him. Yeah. We, we are we are struggling. In I, terms I mean, I've gone Force as well up front. What did you? You went? I, I went Malpay just because I thought. Get him some more goals, get him more confidence. You just want to get him rid of him, don't you? You want him. <laughs> <laughs> we're transfer speculate. And are we going to play number 10? Well, I'm saying I'm, I'm struggling with the number 10. I think we're going to have to play a player that actually played on Saturday. We might, have to, might have to put Watkins yeah. in, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Mm. So, uh, uh, so that to me makes it basically about. 
ten, eight changes or nine changes. Nothing new then. You know, but it's so, not 11 but, changes. Yeah, so it's our fault. Ga- it? Game's gone, though. Game's gone, you know. <laughs> so, so anyway, so you can see how probably how difficult it was for Dean Smith and everyone like that. And also, to be fair, as also, if you look at that team, you actually think, actually, it's actually quite a good team. Mate, they might not have played together, you know, uh, but, you know, you look at Jean Vier, you look at Woods inside there, you look at Ben Rama, you know, you look at Judgy, Clark, you know, it's a good side. So, it's, you know, we're not actually playing a, a, a BB team. We're playing a sort of kind of B plus plus or even just a slight A minus team. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, um well, ah, that's it. Let's have some score predos. So we're gonna have some score predictions actually. Go on. Uh three one Brentford. Two nil to Brentford. Three nil Brentford. Against South End that is. I'll go three nil as well. Ooh. I'll go three nil. Yeah, so this is this is all good. So listen, besides you know, like I said, radio show today, you check out the podcast will be live. On Thursday, seven o'clock in the morning, yet again, we're going to be. Uh, I've got to decide where it's going to be. Yeah, that's right. We're going to have a yeah. Which pub is going to be? Actually, mm. not quite sure because I'm going to be uh, abroad. But I'll still give you a little Sheffield Wednesday piece. So we'll do the five from the hive. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't, can't wait for that. <laughs> <laughs> With the Sheffield Wednesday fan, we'll uh, talk to a Sheffield Wednesday fan, and they're going to tell us about their embargo v- very quickly because we've got about. 30 seconds yes what do you make of the Sunday kickoffs now in, in the championship you happy with them not particularly no uh, Saturdays are for football aren't they yeah. Yeah. Saturdays are for football and it's even more confusing when you play Sheffield Wednesday on a Sunday when they should normally play on a Tuesday anyway <laughs> they should play on a Wednesday shouldn't they yeah. political so, correctness gone wrong that's right. it's all the game's, game's gone, gone mate game's gone, game's gone. <laughs> that's game's right. gone. don't forget Kick football out of football. Don't let a good day at the football. No, keep football out of football. We don't kick football. No, kick it out of football. All right. Kick football out of football. Don't let a good day at the football spoil a day out of the football. No, never. We never do. Don't let it happen. (laughs) Thank you very much, Bill. Thank you very much, Laney. Thank you very much, Kate. Great to have you on board. Thank you very much, Paddy, for fiddling with the knobs outside as well. We're back tomorrow from 7pm where we'll be talking Tottenham and hearing from Mr. Ledley King. Never heard of him. Unreal stuff. It's Love Sport Radio. Have a great night. It's nearly time for the news, real news, unless I'm in any of the stories, in which case it's probably fake news. Love sport. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.